I'm Andrea Worley, and you're listening to episode 13 of the Flourish Together podcast, Community Over Competition with Candace Stenger. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. I'm excited to introduce you guys today to my special guest, Candace Stenger. Candace, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell everybody about yourself. Yes. Well, thank you for having me on, Andrea. Uh, my name is Candace, and I am the face of Amusing Mama, which is an online community uh, dedicated to ambitious mamas to help them find out what their passions are and uh, connect with their passions around storytelling. So um, I am a working mama. I am also a corporate trainer full-time. Uh, I feel like I'm like spinning so many plates all at once. I live here in Phoenix. Oh man, what else? What else should I share about me? I, <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, I don't know actually. What else do you want me to share? <laughs> One of the reasons that I wanted to talk to you um, is the fact that you are a working mom and you work outside the home. And I think moms today in our culture, they're doing all sorts of types of jobs in the home, out of the home. But what I think is yeah. unique to you is that you do have a corporate job. You have this work life. You also have your podcast and other things that you do um, as a side hustle or in addition to, um, and I, I, you're doing a lot of things. And so I wondered what your background and how you feel about being a work, a working mom, a mom that's working outside the home and what encouragement would you offer to other moms who are kind of in that same season and that same boat of they're working and they're working outside the home and trying to manage and balance everything. Yeah. such a great question. And one thing that comes up in my mind just from you asking that first question is, so my introduction into motherhood is really what changed my entire career path. So prior to becoming a mom, and so my daughter's four. Um, oh, I didn't share that. So she's, she's four going on like 17. I feel like I always joke about that. She's crazy. Um, so prior to having her, I was so hell bent on the career that I had established for myself. I've been in the corporate world since I was right out of high school. I feel like I grew up at the company that I'm currently at. And I thought for so long, success had to be like a set in stone way and I had to climb the corporate ladder. Well, Andrea, it wasn't until my daughter was about to be four. So, you know, a little over a year ago where I'm looking around and I'm realizing I like the job that I have but I also, in my heart, know that there's something more. Like, there has to be more to life than what I'm doing. And I also realized that I wanted to find a way that I can um, show up big, bigger and better for my daughter. I wanted to be an example for my daughter to show her what a working mama, successful working mama looks like and what just having ambition and drive looks like. So... Um, that's how Amusing Mama came to be. And you asked about how, you know, just my, my thoughts and how I'm able to essentially balance it all out, right? Like I'm, I'm working nine to five and then I come home and I'm doing the podcast, I'm recording, I'm 
writing blog posts and um, I, I always have to stay rooted in what my why is and it's my daughter. And I always have to remember that I want her to grow up seeing this, seeing what it looks like to chase your dreams and passions. Like you shouldn't just be chained to the desk and you shouldn't go through the motions every single day of just your corporate job or whatever your job is and that's it. And you come home, you cook the, the dinner, you give the baths, you put her down to sleep. Like that shouldn't be what your life is. So more than anything, and I don't know if that even really addresses your question, but that's one thing that's on my heart when it comes to working moms is having some sort of passion and drive. It's so important. Um, if you're going to be spending your time, and I'm talking to the, the moms who work away from home. So if I'm going to be spending, you know, eight hours of my day away from my child, I better have something that I'm truly passionate about. And in my job, I am, but I have so much more passion with amusing mama. And so that's why I'm like slowly trying to find a way to where I can make that my full-time gig. Um, but whatever it is in your, in your job, if you're working away from home, make sure those hours count and make sure that you have some sort of passion, some sort of drive behind what you do. For sure. I, I, I like that. What would you say to the woman, the mom who's listening, who feels like they're in a position where they're not doing what they're passionate about and they're trying to figure that out? Yeah. The biggest thing is to try to find out like, what is it that makes you tick? So when I first started Amusing Mama, I, um, I did a, a passion, it was called Project Passion. And it was dedicated to helping moms find what makes them tick. And find so I, I would recommend to kind of do some reflection and think about like, what is it that makes you tick? And what are your strengths? What are some things that you've been told you do well? And try to find a way to incorporate that in what you do on a daily basis. So I don't know, let's take like a, just the first job that comes to my mind, just because I love Target. Let's say you work at Target, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just the first thing that came to my mind. So you work at Target um, and you're doing the best job that you can at Target, but you don't feel like you're really having some sort of passion in it. Is, is your strength in leadership? Do you find a passion in leadership? Is your strength in having the best customer service or whatever it is like you can find like challenge me I dare someone to challenge me on this but I really believe if you're in a job that you don't really like if you take some time reflecting on what you do like and your skill set that you have there's a way you can incorporate that into what you're currently doing and if you can't then that might also be a sign that maybe you should look elsewhere maybe you should look for something else I like that. And I like what you said. And what I'm like getting from it is like, don't just settle for the daily grind. Like you said, the, yeah. like, the rat race or the like groundhog day of like, I get up, I go to work, try to find something that you're passionate about and something more that really like fuels you to keep going. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I think that's great. Cause I think it would like, I think that this is a conversation that we should, I think I remember when my daughter was little and I went back to work full time when she was around eight months old and there seemed to be so much like competition or like opinions about working moms, working inside the home, outside the mm -hmm. home, stay at home moms, yeah. working moms, like all these things. And I 
personally feel like, and I'm sure you would agree that motherhood itself is a job. And then whatever else you do that brings home a paycheck is also like part of yourself and part of a job. So, which leads into another thing that I wanted to ask you about the idea or the theme of community over competition. Um, You have a podcast and you do a great job of interviewing other women that are talented and strong and have a message to share. And you really, um, from the outside looking in as a person who listens to your podcast and follows you online, you seem to do a really great job of fostering that community over competition with other women. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, yes. And I had you on the podcast as well, too. And we talked about this as well. Yeah. Um, I'm so passionate about that. Um, So when I, when I started Amusing Mama, you know, part of the marketing piece is researching different hashtags. The first hashtag I came across that really resonated with me was community over competition. And I remember the first time reading that and kind of hearing that I'm like huh that sounds really cool but then once I started diving into like what exactly that means the more I realized how much that's something that I could get behind you know in in our day and age especially with social media being so relevant in our lives today people are you know, trying to get ahead. And even me coming from like the corporate setting too, I can, even if I'm not talking about social media, just, I feel like as women, sometimes we're, we're just trying to do our best to get ahead. And it's, you know, a rat race to the top kind of thing. And I um, realized that we all can win together if we're all helping each other and if we're fostering that community. Um, you know, part of what I was longing for before starting anything with the Museum Mama was a community of like-minded moms. And um, the interesting part is that the more that I'm supporting other moms, the more that I'm fostering this community, the more that it's coming back to me tenfold. And I'm not doing that on purpose, like I'm not giving in, in order to receive, but that's just a natural reaction. Um, trying to bash one another instead of trying to get ahead and not helping the person up, you know, like if I'm, if I'm at the top of some sort of summit or mountain and I've found the way, like we'll take a podcast for example, and someone is another fellow mom is down below and she's looking to do that. Like I'm going to reach out my hand and try to help her up. And, and I know a result of that is that she's going to naturally do the same thing too. Before it's all said and done, we're all at the top of this summit. We're all at the top of this mountain and we're, we're reaping the benefits of just making it to whatever our ultimate goal is. Like there's more, there's more than enough room for everyone at the top and for everyone to be successful. And I truly believe that. I feel like I totally agree with you. But I feel like there's somebody listening that might say, Candace and Andrea, I really don't think so. Hmm. What would you say to somebody who might have that mentality of like practical ways that you can live out this theme of community over competition? Ooh, that's a really great question. What does that look like to you? So practical, how you can do that. Yeah. So to me... it's reaching out to one another. If you are looking around and you see, if you're in a mom group and you see a mom who's not as engaged, 
you can, you know, try to put yourself out there and try to have a conversation with her, try to connect with her. That's one way. Um, in the corporate setting, same thing too. Like if I'm in my work setting and I just, I can, I can tell there's a mom who's struggling. Um, I'm going to try to be there for her, be a listening ear, or at least let her know that I'm here to support her if, if I can. Um, on social media, if you can, if you see something you like on, you know, as you're scrolling through the feed, like double tap that picture, like, like that picture, like it doesn't even have to be anything like grand, a grand gesture, but even just those little things can add up and, um, and can help you foster this community over competition type of mentality. I feel. Yeah. I like that. And I, like you said, I think it's a lot of small things Yeah, that probably add up to a lot of things and make a big impact when we're all aware of it and and doing it for one another yeah yeah I, I love that you said that there's there's so much room at the top and there's so much room I think that some, I mean I we can get like stuck in our own heads sometimes and I mm -hmm. even do this like before we started recording I, you guys I was t talking to Candice about her podcast and just the encouragement that you gave me to start my own and you didn't even know it but just yeah. who you are and how you were responding to me just really let me know because it can be easy to feel like when you step into well for this example a podcast I want to start a podcast and thinking about how there's so many podcasts out there already like is there room for one mm -hmm. more is there room um, for mine or whatever it is, podcast, you know, writing projects, photography, creatives. Um, I think there's so much room for everybody. And I think that you said it great. Um, that there's so much room for everybody at the top. So it's like, come on in. Yeah. And along those lines too, something you said kind of sparked my memory. So I was listening to a podcast this morning, um, talking about how uh, it was a podcast about your gifts and the importance of sharing your gifts to the world. So like with like what you were saying, and it's, it's something that a lot of people might feel right. Like if you're going to embark on this new project that it feels like everything's oversaturated and there's already all these million podcasts, um, this podcast helped me out this morning when I was listening to it, because it's like, well, nobody in the universe, nobody in the world has what you have specifically, that gift that you have. And really, it's selfish if you're not sharing that gift. So, um, you know, if you're going to look around and you're going to start this new project, this new passion, whatever it is that you have, remember, it's your special gift. You're called to that for a reason. And you're you should, you should absolutely give this gift to the world because nobody has what you have. For sure. Um, one of the things that I love about your podcast and just your overall message with Amusing Mama is just how honest and raw you have been in some of your episodes. And you guys, if you haven't listened to Candace's podcast, I'll leave a link in the show notes um, that you guys can go find. But was that easy for you to be vulnerable and honest or was that a process for you? Ooh, it was such a process, Andrea. And it still is to this day where it's like, there's some things that I'll share and I'm like, is that too personal? Or is that, am I being too raw and authentic here? But um, I look around and I think, in this world of social media that we have. And I don't mean to talk down on social media. Hello, that's how we met. And that's how a lot of our platforms are expanded, right? But 
in this world of social media and highlight reels, mamas want to see real moms at the end of the day. Like we want to, we want to connect with each other through our real stories and our rawness of how sometimes challenging and hard motherhood motherhood can be, but also let's celebrate each other when we, we have those successes and those, those triumphs in motherhood and um, nothing beats transparency, nothing beats an authenticity, authenticity, I feel then just sharing and just being real. It was totally a process, Andrea, because at first I'm like, I don't know, should I share this? But, um, you know, through my just being real with myself and the validation that I got from other moms when they're like, thank you so much for sharing about that. Thank you so much for talking about that. I felt that same way too. That at least gave me the courage to continue sharing and to continue showing up being as real as I can. Yeah, I love that. And I think, I think you're right. It can be a process, but you're right. I think, and I love social media too. Don't get me wrong. So I totally understand your wavelength that you're on there. Yeah. But people do want to see the real. They want to, I feel like people want to see the balance of like, show me your mess, but also inspire me at the same time. Yeah. About that. That, yeah, I like that a lot. You're right. Because and I'll talk for myself, right? Like if I'm, if I'm following someone, if I'm, if I'm being inspired by someone, I want to, I want to see them as the light at the end of the tunnel, but I also want to see that process of how they got there. Right. And so that kind of speaks to what you're saying. Yes. I, I feel like it's so important for us to share that balance. It shouldn't always be like, I'm down in the dumps and you know, this is the struggles. And like, if it's consistently like that, it's like, for me personally, as a follower, then I'd start be think I would start thinking, okay, well, do you know the way out? Because if I'm down there with you in the dumps, <laughs> how confident am I that you can get me out of, of whatever that challenge is? For sure. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, I wanted uh, to talk to you about your other endeavor. Is it the Motherhood Collective? Is that what it's called? It is, it is yeah. Me, um, and tell the listeners about the Motherhood Collective. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. So the Motherhood Collective... Uh, was a group that was established. It's me and two other uh, amazing women here in the, the West Valley of Phoenix. We, and speaking of that realness, we wanted a space where moms can come and be real, authentic, and talk about, you know, a lot of these topics that we're talking about right now, what I talk about on Amusing Mama, but we wanted like an in-person aspect to these conversations. So that's what the Motherhood Collective is. And um, it started middle part of last year, 2018, and um, we've actually taken a break, but we're going to be coming back later on um, with uh, different meetings. But it's we meet every every so often, and it's around a certain topic. So what we've certain uh, meeting topics have been uh, we talked about boundaries, setting boundaries in your motherhood. We talked about the power that your personal story has in your motherhood. Uh, we had a really heartfelt meeting around uh, the struggles of infertility and miscarriage. Um, so we, we spoke to that. So it's like some of those topics that you don't normally talk about in a mama meetup group. Um, and we really wanted to empower the mom to take ownership of her motherhood. And that's, that's where the motherhood collective came because it's, it's a collective of moms, all different shapes, sizes, religions, backgrounds, and we're all coming together, connecting around and uniting around this commonality that we have, which is motherhood. I love that. 
Um, and the other two women that you run it through, did you, how did you guys meet and come to know each other? Social media is how I met Malia. Yes. And so, yeah, like that's why, again, I'm not talking down about social media. It is such a powerful tool. I have met so many incredible women, Andrea being one of them. Um, but yeah, I met uh, Malia through Instagram her and I, and, and it's funny when we both talk about how we met each other, like we were both checking each other out, like stalking each other on social media. Um, I think, <laughs> I think I made the first initial contact to her, but she was also about to contact me. Um, and yeah, so from there, like, and she's become a really good friend. And actually I consider her one of my business mentors. Um, and then I met Jen, Dr. Jen Givens through Malia and Malia knew her just because they, their businesses are right next to each other. Um, chiropractics. Awesome. That, uh, that makes me think of when, like, while we're talking about social media, what would you say, like, why do you think so many women today are connecting over social media or finding friendship or community? I think it's easier for us. It's so easier for us to be behind the screen and scroll, scroll, scroll. We see something we like, we see a, a pretty picture, we, you know, click on their name, we check out their feed. Um, it's less intimidating as well, too, because, again, we're behind that screen. We can send a message, slide into their DMs. They're either going to respond or not respond, right? And there's not that, uh, that risk of being rejected kind of thing. It, it's funny. Like, I'm talking about this, and <laughs> it's, it's kind of like when you're, when you're trying to meet mama friends, it's kind of like you're dating, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You... you you slide into their DMs, you have a conversation, maybe you meet, if, if you're local to each other, you meet for coffee and you don't know if you're gonna gel well, you don't know if the conversation's gonna hit it off, but um, going back to your question, I just, I think overall it's easier, it's more accessible for us to connect through social media. And we're discovering that it is such a powerful tool that we can make these connections. Like we can connect with people. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not in Arizona, perhaps you're in another state, you're clear across the country and you can connect, like you can totally connect with one another. And that's the beauty that social media has. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I, and I would completely agree. So what encouragement would you give to the mom, the woman that's listening that is scrolling through social media and wants to reach out but feels hesitant like what just you yeah just do it again like you you don't have that risk of re rejection not nearly as much as you would like if it was in person but i mean part of part of all of this is you got to get out of your own way like that's that was your message when you were on my podcast you got to get out of your own way and make those connections those authentic connections by putting yourself out there and you're not going to know how it's going to go until you actually do that. So as easy and as simple as it sounds, click on that button to message that person because chances are they're looking for the same things that you're looking for. Like if, if you were to reach out to me and want to connect with me, hello, I'm looking for moms to connect with. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking for those like-minded mamas who are ambitious, who want more in their lives. If you resonate with that, please, like, I, that's my invitation, like, please reach out to me. Um, and I guarantee you, there are millions of other mamas who feel that same way as well, too. It's just who's going to make that first move. You be the one. That was, that's what I would say to encourage you. Just you be that one to press that button to talk to them. Yeah, and I would agree, because I think we're, like, 
in our own heads more than yes than we realize and like you said that chances are like if you're wanting it whoever you're trying to reach out to is probably wanting the same thing as well mm -hmm. um and we just need to not think it's so scary yeah absolutely so i want to circle back to your work with amusi mama and tell me what you guys or what you have coming up this year for Amusing Mama. Yeah, so there's a lot actually. Um, my, my big signature topic that I talk about often is storytelling. I believe everyone has a story that's worth sharing. Um, it can be uh, very empowering to know what your story is to be able to be on the other side of your story and share that story. So, and when I say personal story, I'm talking about like what you've been through mama, because you are the mama you are today based off of your experiences that date back from childhood. For me, it was even before I was born. And so that made you into the person that you show up to be every single day. So um, with storytelling, I've got a webinar that I'm working on to teach moms how to uncover what your story is and there's a framework that I'm going to walk you through on how to find your story, how to tell your story, how to be empowered in your story. Um, for me, my story was my catalyst for everything that I've done uh, since starting Amusing Mama. So finding that story was very empowering to me. And I want that same thing for, for you, for any person that's listening on to this. If they don't know, here's a good way to know if you know your story or not. If I were to ask you, who are you? and your answer is, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a whatever you do for work. If your answer is one of those things, you haven't discovered your story yet. And so that is my invitation to you to kind of figure out what your story is by attending that webinar. Uh, the other thing is towards the end of this year, and actually, Andrea, you're, you're, this is the first time I'm gonna announce this publicly, um, but I'm working on a mama conference here in Phoenix. Um, and it's going to be in September. So I'm inviting you out, Andrea. I need you to come. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, I'm. That's where we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna have. I just secured my second speaker. So there's uh, two mama speakers and then plus me. So a total of three speakers. Plus we're gonna have uh, an incredible woman here in Phoenix. She's gonna lead a meditation session and then um, a couple of other activities as well too. But. The whole idea behind that is to get moms together like social media like we've talked about is great to have um, but there's nothing beats that in-person aspect so this is where i'm going to literally physically invite you out to the conference and you can connect with other ambitious mamas and you can find what your story is and you can hopefully find that catalyst for your change for going into next year I love that. You have so many fun, exciting things coming up. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it is exciting though. <laughs> okay. I always ask all of my guests uh, before we end our time together, what one thing or things would you say are allowing you and helping you to flourish right now where you are in the season that you're at? Yes. And I love that question, by the way, when you sent that there, I was like, oh, that's such a good question. So for me, um, what's helping me flourish is completely loving myself, flaws and all. So un understanding what my story what is and being empowered in that story has helped me to love me, myself, exactly where I'm at today. Um, 
as a result of that, I've become a better mom, I've become a better wife, a better coworker, a, a better friend. Um, and that's really what's helping me get to the next stage in my life and just overall just flourishing is, um, is loving myself. I love that. Cause I think that's like where a lot of things can start, um, yeah. for where you're at in your season, um, finding love for yourself and appreciation for yourself and where you've been and where you've come from. So that's awesome. Thanks. Candace, where can people, if they are not local to Phoenix, where can people find you online and connect with you? Yeah, please connect with me. It's uh, Amusing Mama on all social media platforms. It's A-M-U-S-I-N-G. Mama is M-O-M-M-A. Uh, and then you can also check out the website, AmusingMama.com as well. And then my podcast is Amusing Mama, the podcast. So I make it pretty simple, Amusing Mama pretty much everywhere. <laughs> And I will leave links to all of this um, in the show notes, links to your podcast, and I'll get a link for people to register for your webinar and um, get details from you and leave them in the show notes so people can find it and check it out if they're local or not local. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Flourish Together podcast. I'm really excited for everyone to listen in and hear a little bit about you. Oh, Andrea, thank you. Like I said, this is such a great podcast and I'm just so glad that you did it and I'm honored to be on your show. So thank you for the opportunity. Hey, everybody. Thank you for taking some time to listen to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. I really appreciate you guys tuning in each week. If you have not yet given the show a rating and review, I would love for you to jump on over to iTunes right now after listening to this episode and go ahead and give this show, this episode, a rating and review. The way that, uh, Apple Podcasts work and how the podcasting world works is in order for people to see them and hear them and have them see them pop up in your feed is for people like you to give them ratings and reviews. So I would love for you to partner with me and help spread the message of the podcast in this episode by heading on over to iTunes and giving us a rating and review. I really appreciate your guys' reviews and taking a little time to do this. I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you again. Bye guys.